It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Garrett Ross. Top of the morning to you. Welcome to Friday. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Barfield, Ward White, Garrett Ross. Glad to have you with us as we uh, go around the horn. Ward, how are you? Outstanding. Great night last night? Yes. What'd you do? Watch the Mavs. Did you really? Mm-hmm. Garrett, what'd you do? Watch the Mavs. Huh. You didn't watch the Rangers? No. Were they even on TV? Like, serious Yes, questions. absolutely they're on they TV. Were on, they weren't on Bally's. No, Mavs were on Bally's. Yeah. As they should be. Yeah. Well, where were the Rangers? I don't, I don't know. know. They, they had to be on, on some Bally's. kind of. I didn't look for them. They had to be on some kind of tier two or something from. I don't know. Now, remember, what time did the, uh, the, the did the Mavericks tip off last night? Eight. Eight. And so the, well, okay. Yeah, baseball tip uh, through first pitch at 840. Huh. I don't know. I know they were right here on this radio station as they started their winning streak last night. Oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. They've won one in a row. They're, you know what? There's 16 teams in Major League Baseball that cannot say that tonight or this morning. <laughs> Think about that now. Yeah, but is that a positive? There's 16 teams that can that 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 are not on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. Is that right? 16. There was somewhere in that neighborhood. There was 10 games last night, so nine other teams. Okay. last night. Can you know they can't they can't they cannot say they're on a winning streak. The Rangers can say they're on a streak. One game is not a streak. What? Uh, it's one in a row, Ward. Come on. Three games is a streak. Don't you remember Bull Durham? <laughs> <laughs> that was on the other day. I actually come across Isn't that. Isn't that a great movie? Is, it the, is that one of your best sports movies? Or It's certainly one of your best baseball Baseball. Like, yeah. Not sports, but baseball. I love Bull Durham. It, it's a great movie. What is your favorite baseball movie? Major League. Mine. I'll probably Major League. I like Bull Durham, though. They're, they're pretty close. Yeah. Uh, there's one, I think it's called Eight Men Out or something like that. It's about the White Sox scandal. Uh, yeah, that was terrific movie. Eight Men Out. Uh, John Goodman was in uh, was in a movie, uh, the, played the Bay Bay movie. That, yeah. that was a good movie. But I'm telling you right now, ascended to the top of my list is 42. And I know The Natural's a I've great movie. I mean, you know, you've seen The Natural with mm-hmm. – Yeah. That's a, that's a terrific – Baseball movie, uh, but Sam, I love. I well, yeah. I mean, th- those are, those are fun. That dog, man. You don't want to mess with that dog. Uh, that dog will. That's a good question for the CNC text line. Yeah, absolutely. What's your favorite baseball movie? And I'm telling you, for me right now, it's 42. Have you seen the one? Bang the drum slowly or whatever. Oh, absolutely. Holy moly! Watch that by yourself. What is that? I've never even heard oh, of oh, that. Oh, it's 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 a baseball movie about a Yankee catcher mm-hmm. who uh is sick. Oh, okay. And 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 passes away and yeah, you don't yeah. Uh, unless you want to be called a sissy, you don't watch that with with family and friends. Good movie. <laughs> it is a terrific movie. But it is, I'm telling you, man. You know, I like, it, he's the guy I, I you know what? I'm going to go back on Major League and and go back on Bull Durham. There might Tied for my second favorite movie. My favorite movie, baseball, is 61. Ooh. Yeah. I 
I, I still stick with Major League for me. Okay. And, and that's, that's okay. That's good. Yeah. Uh, 61's a good movie. Mm-hmm. I was sitting there just thinking about sports movies I, in I was general. a big Mickey Mantle fan. I can see that. CNC Collision Center text line is 254-662-1660. 254-662-1660. Favorite baseball movie. One day we'll do favorite sports. I, and I, if you're talking sports, I don't know why all the sad ones. I, I love the uh, the Gail Sayers movie. The original, by the way. Brian Song. Brian Song, absolutely. The original. Unbelievable movie. Unbelievable that's, movie. That's my favorite all-time sports movie. Is it really? It's a hard watch. It is a hard watch, especially, you know, if you've seen it, you know, as many times as we've had, because you know what's coming. It is a hard watch. All right. uh, Yeah, so jump in with us this morning. That'll be fun. Your your favorite baseball movie of all time. Your favorite baseball movie of all time. And, 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 again, I've got, I've got 42 kind of DVR'd, and, and I nearly went to it last night. I was just – I just love that movie. Good movie. Uh, I don't blue love good. the movie, love the story. Uh, and, and you kind of get – I mean, you have an emotional swing. I mean, you get mad with them, and, and uh, yeah. Uh, and you know, Ward, that it's as difficult as the movie makes it appear for Jackie Robinson, that it probably was about 200 times – Rougher than that, and oh, more sure. difficult than yeah. that, and uh, you know, and there's a couple of scenes where they show his frustration with with the treatment, uh, the ridiculous treatment, I might add. Uh, but I would imagine that was probably at some point every day in his life, while he was trying to. I mean, can you imagine just being that guy? Just being in, in, in having to play at a level that he played at, because if he didn't play at that level, they'd say, "See, can't play." Yeah, can't play. But he, but he did, and he changed the way the game was played. I mean, the, they put the. I mean, he put the running game in in baseball. I mean, come on. Uh, so anyway. Uh, you know what? There, here's a good one. Jeff says Field of Dreams. That is a terrific That's movie. That's another good one. I forgot all about Field of Dreams. I don't know why. If you build it, they will come. They're going to have another game there this year, aren't they? I think so. Was, I love when they do those. Was that not the coolest yeah, when they was. did that? What Was that two years ago? That was last year, I think, wasn't it? They did one last year, and it was a, they were, it was like a walk-off home run with the fireworks going off and stuff. It was. I think it was last. I think it was. Year. Uh, it was the Yankees and the Cleveland. I can't remember the teams. I, I, I can't either. Chicago, one of them. But when they came, when they came walking out of the the yeah, cornfield, cool. are you kidding me already? That was such a cool deal. Uh, yeah. Wouldn't Wouldn't it be cool if we could go do the show there? Oh yeah. Uh. And if they do that, I mean, that would be the coolest thing. That would be pretty awesome. I've never seen it. You know, uh, it's not – I think it's just like a couple of hours from, from Omaha. Uh, it's not far, I don't think, because every, everybody tells me when they go to, 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 to Omaha for the College World Series that you could take a day trip over there. And I don't know how far it is. Uh, maybe we can Google it or whatever. But 
how cool would that be to, you know, to maybe go to the College World Series and then take a day trip over there? I bet there's so many families and, and Little League teams and everything that do that year in and year out. That's got to be remarkable. Yeah. Uh, Destin and Waco says Hardball starring Keanu Reeves. That's a good one. Yes, it is. That was a good one. The 2022 Field of Dreams game will have the Cubs and the Reds August Ooh. 21st. Oh, how cool is that? I like it. Couple of, couple of cool teams. Uh, I might have joined late, but if you don't say Bull Durham, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's from the 903. Uh, here's another one. Uh, you know what? This is a cool movie. And, again, I go back to the original, and it's Bad News Bears. The original was definitely, yeah. It, 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 what is it? Billy Bob Thornton did it the second time? Yeah. It but was good, but it wasn't Walter the first Matthau one. was the guy. Yeah. Make no mistake about it. The way he portrayed that deal. Yeah, Walter Matthau was the guy. All right, uh, 709. Hey, keep, keep them coming. Baseball movies, your favorite baseball movies. Garrett's tallying up the score as uh-huh. we go through the morning. So uh, he'll announce the winner a little later on. Uh, let's see. What do we got coming up today? Ah, we conclude. This is it, isn't it? I mean, we're done. We've done the Big 12, and now we've done, after today, we, when we, we're going to talk about the Cincinnati Bearcats today, and that will conclude the four new teams that are coming into the league. So we will have covered all of the teams in the conference, all 14 mm-hmm. that are either in it are going to be in it. So we'll do the uh, we'll do the Cincinnati uh, Bearcats today as uh, Keith Jenkins from the Cincinnati Inquirer will join us on the program. Uh, draft is less than a week away. NFL drafts less than a week away. Kyle Yeomans will join us and talk a little Cowboy draft. And uh, that'll be coming up on the program as well. Uh, Ward, Garrett, we we found it, it's the, the way too soon top 25 or whatever it's called from ESPN. Mm-hmm. They've got the top 25 college football teams out which I find ridiculous, by the way. But I want to talk about it because they have some teams that were elite teams a year ago uh, that are way down. They got some teams in the top 25 that couldn't sniff the top 25 a year ago. It's interesting how they've – where they've and, and how they've placed teams. You know, you do you realize there's not a Big 12 team – Number 10 is the highest for a Big 12 team this year in the way-too-early top 25. And Baylor, that finished, what, five in the country? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. After their conference championship and Sugar Bowl championship, they're number 18 going into the season. 18. Does that make any sense? Not really. That is, in my opinion, a little lack of respect, a little lack of love. I think that really kind of goes, and we'll dive into it more. But a lot of, the, I think it's about branding. It's about your brand, and Baylor I don't think there's any have doubt. A we talked brand. About, we talked about brand yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any doubt. All right, so we'll get into that as well. Uh, again, your favorite baseball movie on the CNC Collision Center text line, or anything else you want to jump in on at two five four six six two sixteen sixty two five four six six two sixteen sixty seven eleven, and that's not the convenience store. That is your time. Uh, we have uh, got a check of the weather forecast coming up. The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Find Alliance Bank with their several locations in Waco and new location in Temple, and let them help you and your business succeed. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds once again today. It'll be another breezy and mild day. Highs top out at 88 degrees. Clouds will be on the increase tonight. We'll see low temperatures fall to 69. And tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds, breezy conditions, and a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's the Bears and the Longhorns. Big 12 baseball from Austin. It's the Bears and the Longhorns from the capital city. Now Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 1, and Sunday at 1. Bears and Longhorns. This weekend from the capital city. Join Derek Smith and Max Calderon this weekend here on ESPN Central Texas. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. Save to win at First Central Credit Union. Only $25 to start your Save to Win account. Win up to $5,000 in quarterly prizes. Save to Win must be activated January 1st through April 30th. First Central Save to Win account is the smartest way to save. Everything we do, we do for you. Speak with a member services rep for details. Go online at firstcentralcu.com. Subject to membership eligibility and application policies, member NCUA. Shipments of unique, one-of-a-kind rustic furniture for your home or office and western home decor arrives daily at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. Check out their living room, dining room, and bedroom sets, buffets, hall trees, sofas, end tables, and sectionals from Steve Silver. This heavy-duty furniture is built to last, and it's priced to move. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118 to 22462. It's the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. With tax season approaching, are you wondering how new laws could affect your financial portfolio? I'm Joe Kaleo with the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. If you're unsure about the effect tax legislation could have on your wealth, we can help you develop a plan that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 716, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a uh, a Friday TGIF to you and yours from we and ours. Hector says, for the love of the game with Kevin Costner, that was where Costner was hurt and trying to come back, right? Mm-hmm. Injured play, He was injured and, and kept trying to. It was toward the end of his career. Yeah, it was at the end of his career, just trying to hang on and bouncing around uh, and just. You know, trying to trying to land a gig. He was a catcher, wasn't he? No, pitcher. Pitcher. Okay. Uh, and trying to hang on in, in that one. And then uh, another Filmed one. at the ballpark in Arlington. Huh? Filmed at the ballpark in Arlington. Was it really? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and says, says, have y'all talked about Major League? Yes, we have. Or a league of their own. I love the Ooh, league, of, league the, of their own. league of their own is a good one. Yeah, Tom Hanks. Uh, I, I like the actual... You know, they, they incorporated some of the actual live video. And, and then some of those balls, I, I wonder where they filmed some of those. Uh, you know, because some of those game scenes, you know, were filled in. They had to be old ballparks that are still in use. Uh, you know, the ones with the wooden bleachers instead of the, it, just a cool scene. And it kind of reminded me, and I know you've been there too, down in Alpine. I think it's called Coconut Field. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable, yeah. cool place with a lot of history. Yeah, they're redoing that. Uh, in fact, it's probably ready now. But during football season, they were redoing that. Were they really? Mm-hmm. I hope they weren't changing. I mean, I don't know how much they're changing it, but there was a lot of construction going on. Really? Yeah, because that's one of those old ones that had the wooden bleachers. That, and, and you know, then the, the old timers there in Alpine will tell you the stories of, you know, the major league teams coming across the country by train would stop in and play a game or two or whatever and you know including the Yankees and you know that way just a cool scene uh, when you know especially when you've been there like I've had a chance to go I've actually worked some games there uh that's where the conference tournament used to be that when Tarleton uh, jumped back into college baseball several years ago uh the conference tournament was held there and so I got to go there and be a part of that and it was kind of a cool deal uh so I was just thinking about the old, some of those old scenes, yeah. uh, you know, where they're playing the games and and uh, some of those old ballparks. I mean, I, I love that kind of stuff, uh, you know. And I know that eventually everything changes, but man, oh man, is that uh, kind of a cool scene? It is. I always like the 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 layout of the polo grounds, like how that was. That was just it was weird. The, the old field in New York. Yeah, was, yeah. Well, and, and if you remember uh, in the Coliseum. When, when when the was it the Dodgers that moved out and, and before they got Dodger Stadium constructed and built that they that they played some games in Dodger Stadium I mean uh, in uh, in the Coliseum and they had to configure it for for baseball and you know so you know you do what you got to do but uh, there you go all right uh, coming up tomorrow and uh, we'll have it right here for you beginning at eleven a.m. we're going to be out at uh, t- we're going to be out at the stadium. Uh, with the uh, with the uh, office of Baylor alumni, they get, they're hosting a big barbecue cookoff in conjunction with the spring football game. Spring football game, by the way, twelve noon at McLean Stadium. So make your plans. You want to see some spring football? Twelve. You could have yourself. We were just talking about it. You could have yourself a day uh, at the Turner Riverfront Athletic Complex. Come out early for the uh, for the barbecue cookoff. 
stay for the game. You can then take in some track and field. It's the Michael Johnson Invitational. And we were just looking at some of the teams and some of the individuals, you know, from the from the collegiate side and from the professional side that are going to be there. You're going to have Olympians there. It is going to be a great track meet. And then if you want to, you can take in some softball between Baylor and Texas Tech. So you could make it a day if you so choose. Not a bad Saturday. No, it's not. Final practice of the spring held yesterday. Defensive coordinator Ron Roberts talked about where the program is defensively from the time they got here to where they are right now. And it's it's interesting what he has to say about this Baylor de- defensive unit. Yeah, even – yeah, well, the first year was kind of a <laughs> – uh, kind of want to, we kind of want to forget that one, you know what I mean? A good time being around the kids, but well, no spring ball and all that stuff was kind of rough. Uh, so uh, you really say as a defensive whole, I'll be honest to say, is that right now we're way farther than we were anywhere last year, even at the end of the year. Um, we're functioning and our guys knowing what to do and why we're doing it and uh, adjusting and, and making calls and communication. It's been a pleasure seeing that. Well, yeah, you recruited for that and kind of knew some of those roles was gonna what was gonna happen when you lose to you know JT Woods and Petrie and you lose those guys, uh, and some of those guys have really done an outstanding job. So how about that? They're further along now than at any point last year. That's I mean you remarkable. That's exactly what he said, right? Yeah, I just <laughs> I don't know, man. And it may be in the understanding of the concepts and and not having to teach as much, just having to tweak and fine-tune. I mean, as you know, Ward and Gary, I mean, for that matter, the more reps, the more you retain, the more it becomes second nature, and the more you, you're, you're able to just it, – it just becomes second nature to you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's probably where he was going with that. Uh, he did talk about the defensive front and just how deep with quality players they are up front. Uh, so hope that this is this is a you, you know, look. You got to have to get some help on the back end. You, you've you've got linebackers, but you you need some help there uh, as far as building your depth. I guess the back end is probably the biggest question mark, is it not? Yeah, on the defense, it definitely is. I think the back end and then on offense, you would have to go with your receivers. And, I mean, I don't know that we're really going to see, know how good either one of those units truly are coming out of Saturday. Uh, I think you'll get a better understanding of inside, in the trenches. Like, that's what I'm really looking forward to. The offensive line, defensive line, you're supposed to have depth there. You're supposed to be really good. What do you look like going at it against each other? I think we'll have a better understanding of them than, per se, the, the corners and your receivers. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, that that's where you're gonna make your hay. We've talked about it all the time. That's that's where they're gonna win football games. And so, you know, if you can build that core inside out, that's what you want to try to do. Um, and the receiving score is gonna be a question mark. I think running back's a big question mark for the Bears as mm-hmm. well. Is this program now at a point to where, yeah, you're gonna lose quality players? I mean, that that's that's the process. I mean. Kids, kids graduate. Kids, kids move on. Is this about now? Just they've kind of got it now to where you're just plugging in and, and and getting the guy that's been getting a few reps, increasing his reps, and and elevating him from that backup to that starter role. Is that where where the program is right now? Are they still out there searching? 
I, I think they're probably searching. I don't think that there's a whole lot of programs out there that are, are plug and play. I mean, there's a there's a handful. I, I don't think that that Baylor's one of them yet. I just don't. I mean, you know, you look at Alabama; they're probably one of those plug and plays. Yeah. You know, there's 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 not many of those really that are truly out there in college football. I don't. Yeah, I agree with you on that. The one difference I've noticed from like the recruiting aspect of it is they're starting to get more attention and guys like your four they're not at five stars yet but they're starting to get four stars in and that's something we haven't seen on a regular basis year in and year out so I think that kind of speaks of where the program's at as a whole and people understanding what it's about what and and the developments you're going to get if you come and play for this staff well what I was talking about is like Ron Roberts uh in when, when he was meeting with the media yesterday talked about the excitement level of some of these linebackers. Now they haven't done it in a game yet, but you know, he says you could see the skill set. You could see the ability of these guys to, to, you know, to be able to play the game at a high level. And, and that's what I was talking about. You know, the fact that you're getting guys here, yes, they need work. They need reps and that you, you know, there's no substitution for reps, but they can't get those reps when they first get here because there's guys ahead of them. I, I, I guess was, Kind of my point. Now, I don't know. And we may be in today's college football where you almost are rebuilding on a yearly basis because of transfer portal and, and, and all that other stuff uh, that goes along with it and where you're having almost re- retweak your, your football team. That's one thing that, that hasn't been a problem here, though. I mean, you really haven't seen too many guys leave the program. You've brought in a, a few guys who have really stepped in and played vital roles, but – as far as like the chemistry and the, the the drastic change you're in and you're out, you're just we're not seeing that here yet. All right, so it is the spring game. It's coming up uh, tomorrow. That's right, 11 a.m. for our for our tailgate show live from out in uh, Touchdown. We're gonna be we're gonna be right there where they're doing the barbecue cookout. Look, somebody had to be there to to broadcast, and so we're gonna we're gonna get that done for you. We're we're team players around here. There you go, right there by the barbecue. And and they're also doing steaks, by the way. Did you a barbecue cookoff that's also going to include steaks? I'm hoping they're including ribeyes. I, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, all right, uh, so that'll be coming up tomorrow. And then uh, John, JJ, and Ricky will have the call at twelve noon of the spring football game. And again, I don't know the format. I haven't seen the format. I don't know if they're going to play four quarters, if they're going to play a half, if it's going to be a one-on-one scrimmage, if it's ones versus twos, twos. I, I don't know. Ward, you've seen it done every which way. Uh, I mean, you've seen it where it's w- your one offense against your two defense and vice versa. You've mm-hmm. seen it where they actually hold a draft. Uh, you know, are they going to play four quarters? Look, it, it's going to be an opportunity to see some football. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, I, I, I like – in the spring, I like them going and having a a true green and gold game, or you know whatever you're, you you want to call right. it. That's mm-hmm. what Bader calls theirs, and, and have a true game and just kick it off and, and play a game and let them play underneath the lights or you know inside the stadium with the fans there. I I think that that's that's beneficial. I don't know, you know, it depends on the coaching staff. You know what you're trying to get accomplished if that's going to be something that you want to get done or not. Uh, and if you can see everything you want to see in that situation, mm-hmm. uh, but I, as as a viewing from afar, I like that. Mm-hmm. I, I like, and the other thing I like about it is you put them in situations that you cannot simulate again. You know, the control scrimmage, 
you kind of have a little bit of a screw on top of them that you can tighten down a little bit. Let them go out and just go wild and find out if they can make that mental adjustment. Find out if they can run sideline to sideline and, and make adjustments when something goes wrong. Can they can they right the ship? I, I like putting them in those situations. So, for me, I like the true spring game. We're going to find out. Uh, it'll be tomorrow at uh, 12 noon. And, again, we're going to be on the air at 11 o'clock. So, I uh, look forward to that. All right. So, our CNC Collision Center text line question of the day this morning was, what's your favorite baseball movie? I forgot all about this one. I, 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 and this is another one I've got on tape, and, and that's Moneyball. Uh, I've never seen that one either. You haven't seen the story of the – it's basically a story of how the Oakland A's put their team together every year. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. Hey, uh, what do you think? I like that it's, movie. It's okay, yeah. It's a good movie. Uh, you know, I like it when they're sitting in the room and, and he, you know, he's like, we can't replace Giambi. <laughs> so <laughs> it's great stuff. All right, uh, 728. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Stay with us. We are going to talk some Cincinnati Bearcats football. We're going to do it next on ESPN Central Texas. Join us for the Baylor football green and gold spring game presented by TFNB, your bank for life on April 23rd from McLean Stadium as Coach Dave Aranda and the Big 12 champion Bears wrap up spring drills. Join J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for the spring game broadcast beginning at noon on April 23rd here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nietzsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nietzsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. 
At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. I'm Amy Hunter, president of Jeff Hunter Toyota. With our state-of-the-art service and body shop, there's no need to go anywhere else. Our factory-trained technicians will take great care of you. I guarantee it. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor football wraps up spring practice with the green and gold game Saturday at McLean Stadium. That gets underway at noon. Baylor baseball travels to Austin this weekend to take on Texas. Game one can be heard tonight on ESPN Central Texas starting with the pregame at 615. Baylor softball is at home against Texas Tech for a weekend series. Those games can be heard on Cool 101. The Rangers snapped their five-game losing streak 8-6 over Seattle. Texas now goes to Oakland for a weekend series. The Mavericks lead their series with Utah two games to one after a 126-118 win. Game four is Saturday afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.33, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward-Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Ward, you're still not buying that the Rangers may not lose another game this year? They, you know. No, I'm not buying that. That's you. That's one in a row that they won last night beating Seattle. So, anyway. Uh, uh, all right, welcome Even back. a blind squirrel. <laughs> it finds that acorn. Uh, let's uh, welcome into the program as we talk some Cincinnati Bearcats football. We welcome in Keith Jenkins from the Cincinnati Inquirer. Keith, good morning. We appreciate your time this morning. Good morning, fellas. Let's uh, let's dive into this thing. Uh, spring spring football is complete. What was what was your takeaway as or, or, or maybe your biggest takeaway from from spring football? Uh, Luke Fickle has no idea who's going to be his quarterback. Um, he's got to replace Desmond Ritter. Desmond was a four-year starter. He was the American Athletic Conference Rookie of the Year, and then he was the two-time American Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Year. He's the third winningest quarterback in the history of the sport, and Fickle has no idea who's going to play quarterback in September when the Bearcats open the season against Arkansas. Um, He's got two guys, Ben Bryant, Ben played at Eastern Michigan last year, and then you got uh, the highest-rated recruit in program history in Evan Prater. Those guys are going to be dueling it out. Um, that competition will probably go well into fall camp. So um, there's several question marks, um, and there's still some great players in that program despite losing so many, but the quarterback battle is one that's going to be carrying on for a bit. So I guess the question is, was it nobody – went out and won the job, or was the competition so great that it has to continue into the fall? The problem that these two quarterbacks are facing is that neither one of them have a great deal of experience. Now, 
Ben Bryant has a bit of an edge because he started last year for Eastern. Ben was at Cincinnati um, when Desmond really submitted himself as the starter. They told Ben, hey, man, if you want to play, you're probably going to have to go somewhere else. He did. He went to Eastern, and then the opportunity presented itself to come back. But the problem is, is that this defense is still really good. So you're going up against a hellacious defense with great corner still, a great defensive line. Um, and then also the offensive line wasn't all the way healthy during the spring. There were still some position players that weren't healthy um, offensively. So they didn't have their full complement of guys. And then also going against a really good defense. So neither guy, like, like you said, didn't really, you know, separate himself. Um, there were flashes from both guys, but Again, when you're when you're when you're replacing a guy as good as Desmond Ritter, you know they're just not quite at his level yet, and they need some more time to figure this thing out. So um, it's going to be a battle that is well into August and, and maybe even early September. Where else had the Bearcats used the transfer portal in their favor, and did they lose some out of there? No, no notable guys um, did they lose throughout the portal. I think the most notable guy that I can point to is Nick Mardner. Um, Nick is a former Hawaii ride receiver. He's here with one year of eligibility remaining. Now, he's key because he's 6'6", and he's a big-body guy who's got speed. He can go up and get 50-50 balls. They're losing that in Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce will likely be maybe a late second-round, early third-round pick in the draft here next week. Um, they needed a big body receiver, a, a big body in the red zone, a guy they can just throw the ball up to and he'll go get it. They don't have that, and they got that with Nick Mardner. So they were able to get him out of the transfer portal. Um, they're acclimating him with the Bearcat system and the offense and, and getting him familiar. He's looked really good in camp, but he's every bit of six six, and he is a, a, a big body target that they're going to need this season. What about Corey Connor? This was, you know, Mr. Ohio, and he's coming back home from LSU. What does he add to that running back room? Yeah, Corey is special, man. And as we're talking about replacing guys who are headed to the NFL, Jerome Ford was a load. I mean, he was a, a, a combination of power and speed and elusiveness, and they just don't have that right now at Cincinnati. They got good running backs, but nobody, you know, the caliber of Jerome Ford. There was a reason why – Jerome Ford started his career at Alabama. What Corey brings is that that he's he's that big body, physical, um, strong runner. And then also he's familiar with Cincinnati. He's from here, went to high school here. Cincinnati recruited him out of out of out of high school, and it really came down to LSU and Cincinnati. He went to LSU, and now he's back. And and, I, and they still have that great rapport and that great relationship. And it, it presented an opportunity, a unique opportunity where. They were in search of that RB1, um, or at least they're in a battle for that RB1. There's several guys in contention for that spot. And all these guys are, are elusive guys and, and quick guys and slashers, whereas Kiner's that more powerful boom back that they, that they just didn't have. And so Kiner brings in another dynamic to that battle. Um, and he look, he's, he's, he's great. <laughs> and he's going to be an interesting guy to watch. Um, you know, I don't know if he'll start day one, but it'll definitely be a good compliment to the rest of the guys that they have. Talking with Keith Jenkins from the uh, Cincinnati Inquirer, one of the things that Luke Fickle had to do is, is kind of retool the staff. He has, what, five new assistants? What was that like this spring as those guys transitioned back uh, into the program? Yeah, that's, that's starting to be a tradition, <laughs> you know, year after year. You know, when you're a successful program, and Luke has been, I think he's 
what, 44 and seven over the last four seasons. Um, people want to come in there and figure it out. Hey, what do you, what do you got going on? Let me get some of that Bearcat magic. And so he's, they're picking up his, his picking off his staff. Um, what Luke has done and what he continues to do year after year is he, he gets assistants that have either close ties to, to the program or close ties to him. Um, they used to coach together at Ohio state or, an assistant of an assistant who used to work together at Central Michigan, or there's always a close family where there's not too far of a connection. Um, and he's been able to do that. I mean, you know, the show really goes on. He promoted some guys. He lost his offensive coordinator to LSU, Mike Denbrock. Um, he just promoted his QB coach to offensive coordinator, and they just moved some things around. Really, man, it, it, it doesn't really feel any different. I mean, able, he was able to put some guys in some new positions, but also able to recruit some or bring in some some coaches who still have like minds and, and still have the same philosophies that Luke has. So it doesn't feel any different, doesn't look any different, um, and that's what Luke is hoping that it, the, the product continues to look the same once the season starts. Bearcats getting ready to make the transition into the Big 12. What do they bring to the table across the board in the Big 12? Yeah, I mean, we obviously know what the football program is doing. You know, they're they're in a special groove right now, and they've got things going with recruiting. Um, they got some four-star guys, even a couple five-stars, um, which does not happen at Cincinnati, but he's really got it rolling there. The basketball program is trying to figure it out. You know, they got a new coach in Wes Miller. He had a rough first season, um, but he's recruiting well. He's getting some guys out of the portal. He's got some really good high school players coming in. And, look, we know the history of Cincinnati basketball, the championships, the Final Fours, the teams that Bob Huggins had, the teams that Mick Cronin had. Um, so Wes's challenge is just fitting this program back to that position and having a guy like Luke Fickle who's got it rolling. It's, it's, it's inspiring and motivating Wes to, 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 you know, make up his end of the bargain. Um, but there's, there's, there's great programs throughout um, women's soccer and, and, and others. And, and, and so um, obviously football program, you know, is the flagship right now, but it's still very much a basketball school. And the plan here is, you know, that once we get into the big 12, both of those, you know, marquee programs along with women's basketball as well, but both of those programs, football and men's basketball will be as strong as they can be. Um, and they can continue to keep it rolling and make the big 12 an even stronger conference. As far as the draft goes, when you look, is this the, the most important draft possibly ever in Cincinnati football? And then along with that, when you're talking about Desmond Ritter, you have high praise for Desmond Ritter. And we hear about the draft class this year as far as quarterbacks, and it's, well, there's not really a guy there. There's not really a guy there. I mean, in your opinion, you've watched him. Do you think he could be a franchise quarterback? I do. I do think he can be a franchise quarterback. Um He's got all the intangibles, like a winner, positive attitude, motivated, driven, hardworking, all that stuff. He's a great athlete, um, and I think that's first and foremost. And then when you look at his productivity, it's there. And then when you look at his ability to transform and to grow and to develop, he was not a great passer his, his freshman year, not at all. He's a great athlete playing quarterback. Now he's actually a quarterback who just happens to be a good athlete. Um, he's worked really, really hard, and he wants to be great. And I think, you know, he's a guy that stays even keel. He doesn't get too high or too low. Given the right system, the right coaching staff, some pieces around him, um, I think he will be a special player at the next level. Um, you know, I think, I think the weapons are there. The tools are there. 
And as far as your first question, yeah, I mean, this is a huge draft for Cincinnati. The, the record for the most uh, Cincinnati Bearcats taken in a single draft is six. You could see as many as 11 um, next weekend. I mean, this is we're talking Alabama, Ohio State, LSU, you know, those big-time Texas, you know, those big-time um, football programs. We're in that territory as far as, um, as, far as draft domination. Um, but they'll have the highest-rated ever player or the highest-drafted player ever out of the program. Um, and Ahmad Sauce Gardner. And then, you know, if, if Desmond sneaks into the second round or the first round, excuse me, it'll be the first time in program history where there's two first-round picks. Um, so, yeah, I mean, they got seven guys who will definitely be drafted, probably nine, and then as many as 11. So it'll be a special day, a special weekend. Um, and Luke Fickle's excited about it. I talked to him about it Wednesday. He's thrilled. This is a huge draft. And this is just, you know, hopefully something that are just things to come. I mean, they got another good draft class coming out next year. Um, and hopefully he'll just continue to keep this thing going. And that, that's his plan. Hey, Keith, man, we, uh, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Uh, look forward to, to visiting with you as uh, the season unfolds and as the, the Bearcats make their way over to the Big 12. We, uh, we will certainly be uh, in touch. And, man, we appreciate uh, you visiting with us this morning. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Uh, good stuff. That is uh, great stuff. Keith Jenkins from the Cincinnati Inquirer talking Bearcats football. And, and, and great job by Garrett. Uh, you, you, let's, you know, tip a hat to Garrett for getting these guys. We went around the Big 12 as it's, as it's configured now, and then we added the, the four additional teams uh, that are coming in once we get rid of those other two dudes. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, then uh, we'll, uh, we, we've covered them all, so that's pretty cool stuff. By the way, I've got all the intangibles, too. Mm -hmm. just, just thought I'd pass that along. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not even going to touch that. <laughs> he said he had all the intangibles. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know about that. <laughs> he, he, good attitude, you know, work work ethic. I got, I got that. Ward <laughs> shaking his head. Uh, 745. We're 15 away from eight uh, from the CNC Collision Center text line. Bad News Bears got another vote. I, you know, but you you need to distinguish, is it the new one or the old one? And I say the new one, the Billy Bob Thornton one or, or the Walter, Walter Mathow one. I'm only counting the original. Yeah, me too. These, these remakes. But they have all the intangibles as well. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, boy. When he said that, I looked at Ward. <laughs> Ward was going to fall out. <laughs> I mumbled to Ward, you know, so do I. And I thought Ward was going to hit the deck. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's take a minute and let's talk about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. I drove by there. Do I? He's not. That kid is not a franchise quarterback. I don't I think so. stretch of the imagination. Yeah. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. Uh <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I drove by Pioneer still, but the, the 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 new location, and I'm gonna tell you right now, it's got to be close. I mean, it looks fabulous. It is going to be such a great store, uh, and uh, they got to be getting close at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. The, the location they're building on South Loop, three forty next to uh, to Busby Feed. But right now, they're still going strong at the original location at nine thirteen South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. They also got a location down in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday from 7.30 until 5 and Saturday 8 until noon. The Emery's, John, and Braden do a tremendous job. Braden's got to run to the show now in telling John what to do. And John says, yes, sir, appreciate that. And 
Yeah, you know that's how that worked. They've been serving Central Texas since 1943. Now think about that for just a minute. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, same family-operated business, and that's, uh, that's four generations, folks, doing a tremendous job. And you don't stay in business. You don't stay in business four days, much less four generations, if you don't provide outstanding customer service. Look, you can get product anywhere. But what separates people? And it's customer service. It's, it's that faith that I have in you that you're going to take great care of me every time I go in there. And, and that's what they provide. That's what they've always provided at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They offer the best in custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing. They've got uh, garage and carport covers, hay and equipment barns. They carry all sizes of pipe. And if you're building a uh, metal building or maybe even a barn dominium and you need some help getting started, Talk to Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They'll be more than happy to get you pointed in the right direction. Pioneer Steel and Pipe. You can uh, check them out uh, 24-7 at pioneerboys.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Which organization would you say respects, other than the Cowboys, Zeke Elliott the most? Is there one? Oh, I mean, I can't think of a team right now at the top of my head that has a worse starting running back. <laughs> I mean, really. I That's just... really rude. That is, I have that down as one of the one of the <laughs> meanest comments you've ever said on this show. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Spring is here, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralight. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. And be sure and check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. An orthopedic surgeon makes understanding pain painless. It's the biggest frustration that patients have. This is Dr. Pamela Mehta talking about aches with unexpected origins. I see patients with pain in their knees, their hips, their back. Oftentimes the pain is actually coming from their feet. Bet they aren't expecting to hear that. Those patients are super surprised. They can't believe that the pain in their knee isn't coming from actually inside the knee. But if you think about it, the feet are the base to your whole body. That's why she suggests personally fit arch supports. Emphasis on the personal fit. If you get something basing it just on your shoe size, it isn't going to fit you properly. And if it doesn't fit well, it probably won't work well. Go get arch supports fitted to you. It's as easy as going into a good feet store. You heard the doctor. Try good feet for yourself with a free fitting and test walk. Learn more at goodfeet.com. Good Feet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. 
Myatt Fuels should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for the great pricing and quickest delivery, call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107. That's Myatt Fuels. Call Nick at 675-8107 or look for Myatt Fuels on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update brought to you by ASCO Equipment in Belton off I-35. On it with Case Construction Equipment, whatever the job is. Baylor football wraps up spring practice with the green and gold game Saturday at McLean Stadium. That gets underway at noon. Baylor baseball travels to Austin this weekend to take on Texas. Game one can be heard tonight on ESPN Central Texas starting with the pregame at 615. Baylor softball is at home against Texas Tech for a weekend series. Those games can be heard on Cool 101. The Rangers snapped their five-game losing streak 8-6 over Seattle. Texas now goes to Oakland for a weekend series. The Mavericks lead their series with Utah two games to one after a 126-118 win. Game four is Saturday afternoon. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. All right, 7.52, drive safely if you're making your way uh, to work or school this morning. Um, let's, uh, let's, let's talk a little Mavericks, guys. Uh, that's a big win, and I do mean a big win for Jason Kidd and the Mavericks last night over Utah, uh, g- going and getting another one on the road at 126 to, uh, to 118. And, and now wouldn't you feel a little more comfortable of, of you know what, let's continue to sit Luca and, and let's make sure he's 1,000% healthy before – we put him back on the floor with you're up two games to one going back to Dallas? No, he's playing game four. Whether he's healthy or not. All right, he's playing. I, I think he's healthy. I think he could have he could have possibly played last night, they said, but he's gonna hit the floor on game four. Okay. I wouldn't rush him. I would just I wouldn't I would just ride it out. I, I think you, you, you well, I, I I wouldn't rush him either, but if he's ready, let's get him out there as soon as he's ready because of the fact that you want him to get some playoff legs underneath him before you get to the next series. Why not go ahead and put this thing to bed with him, let him get a taste of the playoffs in his mouth, then move on to the next series? I think that that's a, a, an ideal situation for him. Well, we talked about that this morning. Is You, you definitely got to get him back on the floor before this series ends because you got to knock the dust off and, yep. and all that stuff. Absolutely. So is it game four or is it game five? I don't know. But, it, look, they're in pretty good shape right now, up 2-1 going back to Dallas. Well, they are. They played well last night. And Brunson, again, pops it in there and puts in 31 points following that 41-point game at home and you know kind of led the way for the Mavs last night played really really well I I you know this team's this team's starting to gel a little bit like we haven't seen a team in in that uniform gel in a long long time I thought the the most impressive thing for me last night at that game was in the late in the third quarter when Utah started to kind of swing the momentum and Spider Mitchell goes down and gets the dunk and puts the guy on the poster uh Dallas was able to kind of withstand that run and, and hit, which kind of bridged into the fourth quarter. And I think that was really impressive. Their defense was phenomenal. Um, I just, my only concern is the fouls. Like you had 60 foul calls last night and 64 free throw shots. Like, dude, just let them play ball. Well, they're not going to. I they're, know. they're just not. I mean, that's, that's where the NBA is right now. It's not just this series. That's what the NBA is doing right now. And I, I don't like it, but I mean, that's, 
that's kind of where we're at. You got to be able to withstand it. You, you talk about that run. You kind of knew that run was coming. Oh yeah, from Utah at some point. I expected it to come early in the ball game, uh, kind of like uh, Followell was talking about in the broadcast. You know, because of being at home and having the opportunity to try to get this thing going. But you knew that at some point in the game that Utah was going to come in and and have that run, and could Dallas survive it? That's a huge step, as you say, because of the fact now they know they can survive mm-hmm. a run from another team and go ahead and just settle down and get back into rhythm a little bit. I I think that that goes as far as anything else from this entire series is what you're talking about right there, knowing that you can withstand those runs because they're going to come. Oh yeah, they're going to come in every series. They're going to come in every game. How do you handle that and move forward? And and the Mavs did a great job last night getting that separation after the run, too. After the game, Jason Kidd talked about his his bench and his depth. Yeah, I trust everyone. Everyone that puts on a uniform has to be ready. Um, We've talked about that. Uh, You never know with injuries, COVID. Uh, you have to be prepared, we, and we've gone through that this season. And so, uh, with the, the roster, uh, with the rotation being shorter, I, I felt that coming down the stretch, this is no better time to get some guys in uh, to see how they react. The game isn't over, and those guys were prepared and made big free throws and got stops there at the end. Get the feeling he kind of likes his team right now. He should. They're playing. Well, they're phenomenal. playing outstanding right now. All right. So I mean, the- you look at he's talking about Kleber coming off the bench last night. You know, the other night he was on fire yeah. with the three ball. He comes out, and makes the first threes. He shoot the first three threes he throws up, and one of them was almost in another county. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he nothing but net. I mean, he just and it completely ignited that team. And you saw them kind of feed off of that from that bench play. So they get the win. They're up two games to one, and the uh, series hits back to Dallas. Now uh, out on the uh, the Pacific Coast, you had the Rangers. Winning last night, eight to six over the Seattle Mariners, uh, and it, it just took a little bit longer to kickstart this team. But now they are off and oh, running, and expect them. I don't know when, maybe ninety or hundred in a row, and uh, and really get this thing. No, no. Okay, I don't know that they can string together five wins. They can't do two. They're going to get smashed tonight. <laughs> oh, boy, War, you are such a negative Nancy when it comes to those Rangers. Stink. (laughs) Seven. Now, Ward did a little research, and we're going to get to it in a minute. We can't do it now, but we're going to get to it in a minute about the the movie uh, A League of Their Own. So, and I found it uh, really cool, and we'll talk about that. Plus, get to Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys. That's coming up in a couple of minutes. But first, John Morris is here with today's Baylor Sports Beat program. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat coming up, headed into a green and gold action-packed weekend in Baylor Athletics that includes the green and gold spring game, wrapping football spring drills. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. 
Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. It is a busy weekend in the spring in Baylor Athletics. The Michael Johnson Invitational begins today and concludes tomorrow for Baylor Track and Field at Clyde Hart Track and Field Stadium. Women's tennis opening play today in the Big 12 Championships in Fort Worth. Men's tennis opening play tomorrow. Women's golf opens play at the Big 12 Championships in Hockley, Texas today as well. Baylor football wraps up spring drills with the green and gold spring scrimmage tomorrow at noon at McLean Stadium. We visited with head coach Dave Aranda on our most recent Sikkim podcast. Where would you say you are in accomplishing your goals of what you wanted to get done this spring? Yeah, um, I appreciate that. So we talked about um, own the standard. We talked about um, we, um, not me. And then it doesn't matter, get better. And I think, you know, the doesn't matter, get better, I think, has been really strong. I think there's been, there's been um, you know, um, strong scrimmages, strong competitive situations where, you know, it's tilted one way, but there's been fight on the other side to make it competitive or there's been maybe a slow start and a real strong finish. And so there's never been kind of a fog or a lull that's taken over the team. And, and I credit it to the, you know, the mindset and, and awareness that, uh, you know, you may not be in control of your circumstance, but you sure are in charge of your choices. Coach Randa and the Bears on display tomorrow for the green and gold scrimmage at McLean Stadium. Gates open at 11.30. It's a 12 noon kickoff, and the event is free at McLean Stadium tomorrow for the spring finale at McLean Stadium. Also, Baylor softball home hosting Texas Tech tonight at 6.30, tomorrow at 2, and Sunday at 1, all three games on 101.3 FM. And Baylor baseball in Austin to play Texas Game one tonight at 6.30, game two tomorrow at 1, and the finale Sunday afternoon at 1 from Austin. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Have a great and safe weekend. I'm John Morris. Recently on Game Time, Athletic Director for Baylor University, Mac Rhodes. I think all of the stuff that's going on right now, name, image, and likeness, and the transfer portal, although it seems and feels difficult, and it seems and feels like, you know, the more money you have, the greater advantage that you're going to be at, I still think there's a place and there's a way for us to shine and continue to be competitive at the highest levels. Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. 
Free Comic Book Day returns in full splendor for 2022 at Bankston's. Join Bankston's in celebrating their 21st year of Free Comic Book Day on May 7th. There will be over 20,000 free comics for everyone. DJ Versatile, local artist, and the best of all free comics. With over 75 different titles, this is sure to be the best Free Comic Book Day yet. Everyone gets 25 comics this year, and if you dress up in cosplay, you'll get an additional five comics free. Visit FreeComicBookDay.com. For more information, Bankston's is your place for fun and waste. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. All right, just after 8 o'clock, welcome back into the program. This is Game Time here on ESPN Central Texas, and we're brought to you in part by Good Feet, Pro Star Rental, Big Boys Record Service, and Landscape Supply. Landscape Supply, by the way, located in Spiegelville, Texas, America. Uh, we're going to talk to Kyle Yeomans from the Dallas Cowboys here in just a minute. Well, let's go ahead and welcome Kyle in the program. Kyle, good morning. How are you, buddy? Fantastic. How are you? Because you know what? Now that uh, now that we're less than seven days away from the NFL draft, that officially means it's draft week, Tom. It, it is, and, and that's what we're going to dive into. But I wanted you to hear this. We've been talking about favorite baseball movies this morning a little bit and we got in and ward has done some research and i think this is pretty cool and i did not know this uh check this out kyle ward go ahead and give us the research on uh on on a league of their own starring tom hanks yeah one of the votes we got was a league of their own uh, with tom hanks and uh racing field home of the racing bells uh was filmed at boss field at 1700 north main street in Evansville, Indiana, which in reality is the home of the Evansville Otters, built in 1915. It's the oldest ballpark still in use in the United States after Boston Fenway Park, 1912, and Wrigley Field, 1914. And the League of Their uh, Own visiting team, which was the Rockford Peaches, was filmed in League Stadium on South Cherry Street in Huntingburg, Indiana, which uh, after many years of neglect, the stadium was renovated for the film. And after the renovation, it is now still in use by the DeBose County Bombers, calling it home field. It's kind of cool stuff, isn't it? That is cool stuff. I I mean, that movie was, uh, I mean, I, I felt like going into that movie being released, it wasn't as highly anticipated by baseball fans fans and, and because i mean whenever you had all these other releases kind of coming down the pipeline you anticipated oh here comes another good baseball movie however that movie was phenomenally done the acting the writing the storyline and uh, of course the message behind it all as well was fantastic that was a really really well-made movie all right buddy Let, let's dive into this thing and, and there's a lot of there's a lot of question marks a lot of debate where do the Cowboys go? Do they go offense? Do they go defense? Do they go? Do they go wide receiver? Do they go O line? Do they do they go secondary? Where do they go, Kyle? Uh, and 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 how do they get done what they need to get done after what was kind of a a, a rough off season for them? Yeah, it, it really seems like there is no true wrong answer. I mean, it, with the amount of holes that you have on both sides of the football, really. And and in the past, it's been the defensive side of the football 
that has dominated the early talks of the NFL draft. Yes, you did draft C.D. Lamb in, in 2020. Yes, you did trade your first-round pick for Amari Cooper in 2019. Uh, but really, the, the defense has really been what you've built through the draft. Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, Jordan Lewis, Anthony Brown. I mean, most of your starters, Demarcus Lawrence, all those guys have been coming on the defensive side of the football through the draft. So I think it's time to look at the offensive side. What do you reinvest into your offensive line? Because right now you're, you're aging at the tackle spots, or at least at one of the tackle spots with Tyron Smith. You don't have... Lyle Collins at the other tackle spot anymore. That's that's Terrence Steele. That's definitely not a uh, uh, an advantage, at least going into this season. They like Terrence Steele quite a bit, but they don't necessarily see that as a Pro Bowl caliber next level advantage that they would have over the rest of the teams in the NFL. And then, of course, the interior of the up of the offensive line, Zach Martin on the right side. Then, then your starters are Connor McGovern at left guard and Tyler Biotish at center. Both of those could stand to see an upgrade, and I think that's where it's most likely you're going to see the value align with the the need. Uh, that that's really kind of but what it been what it's about lately is trying to pinpoint which value lines up with the need, and I think offensive line, interior offensive line is going to line up with that 24th overall pick with a couple different prospects there that might fit the bill perfectly. Kyle, with all the turnover in the offseason for the Dallas Cowboys, how much more important does that make this draft with that window rapidly closing on Jerry Jones? Yeah, it's crucial uh, because it's not only closing on the entire roster, but it's closing on some of your star players. Who knows if this is the – the final year for Ezekiel Elliott in a Cowboys uniform. I mean, he, he's got an out in his contract next year. Uh, he could potentially be gone. And, yeah, you say, okay, well, what about Tony Pollard? He might be around for a while. No, he's going into a contract year as well. So what's happening in the backfield? Dak Prescott, of course, he's got his long-term deal. He's here for a while. At some point, you're going to have to pay C.D. Lamb. At some point, you're going to – you're going to have to find another receiver. You're going to have to see Tyron Smith's career come to an end, Zach Martin's career come to an end. You see this window, and you see it coming down the line, and you never really know when it's going to hit and when that window officially closes, but you have a feeling that now you're on the back end of your uh, of your timeline. You had a lot of excitement in 2016 with Dak Prescott and Zeke and kind of hitting both of those picks to another level and seeing these young guys as rookies come into the league so when you lost in the playoffs you didn't necessarily say oh man that one hurt of course it hurt but it it still felt like it was the start of the window when you fell to the 49ers back in January you said oh no Well, well what's next I mean yeah we've got a young core on the defensive side of the football but how long does that last we we've got to find a way to have a good off season and right now like you said they haven't really done a whole lot from the free agency side of things. They've added James Washington. They've added Dante Fowler Jr. But if they do not add significant hits in the draft, whether it be on the offensive line, whether it be in the pass rush, I, I really would struggle to see this team getting back to the caliber, at least in which they, they were able to achieve during the 2021 season when they went 12-5 and five and they had everything set up health-wise going into the playoffs, it would be hard to see them getting back to that if they don't see 
a couple of these guys, not just their first round pick, but probably two, three, four hits of guys that are going to be significant contributors in year one. Do you think they take a kicker in the draft? I mean, obviously it's oftentimes overlooked, except for when you need it. And then what made me think of that was, you know, Cincinnati goes and gets Evan McPherson and really yeah. it's a big role in what their success last season. And is there an Evan McPherson type kicker in this draft? Yeah, I think there is. I think there is an Evan McPherson type kicker and that also adds a fun element. It's almost like whenever a Super Bowl team goes and does what they do, it's like, oh, how did they get there? Okay, let's all try and emulate that. Let's try and mm-hmm. uh, try and copy exactly what they did. And the Bengals doing what they did with Evan McPherson, it's going to allow teams to go into the draft with a little bit more confidence in some of these kickers. And there's some guys there. Cade York out of LSU is a DFW product with the Prosper uh, very good kicker. He's about as clutch as they come. He was the one that made the uh, the fifty or forty seven yard kick in the middle of the the fog against Florida mm-hmm. in twenty twenty, where it was the game winner. I, I can't remember if it was fifty seven or forty seven yards away. Either way, it was a massively long kick, and it was in terrible conditions. Somebody threw a shoe in that football game, and then he threw his cleat into the football long enough to put it in in between the uprights. Cameron Dicker, I know you guys know out of Central Texas, the Texas Longhorn kicker for quite some time. He was an all-Big 12 punter as well. I don't think he would do both at the next level. I think he would be a kicker uh, specifically, but he's one that I know the Cowboys have had at least their eye on. I don't know if they've had any conversations with these guys, or at least I haven't confirmed that. But without Greg Zerline, who is now off and and to to another ball club throughout this offseason, they have a guy under contract, but not really. It's it's a really odd situation with the kicking unit at the moment, but it looks like they're going to be shopping for a kicker come draft time. So to answer your first question, yes, I, I think they do take one. They've got four fifth-round picks. I wouldn't be surprised if they use one of them on a kicker. Maybe they use their sixth-round pick on a kicker or trade back into the seventh to get one but I think at some point in day three you're going to see a kicker go to the Dallas Cowboys uh, and if not they're going to have to go out and find one in free agency which uh, as we know already that that kicking market isn't necessarily fruitful all right uh, Kyle I'm, I'm going to get you to do a little speculating here uh, you, you were talking a moment ago about the defensive unit being young and, and, and the offensive unit being a veteran group and you know the window was closing on the offensive group uh, yep. And it's kind of sounded like last year maybe they pushed all the chips to the middle of the table. I, I go back to Dak Prescott, and again, here's where I'm asking you to speculate. Did the Cowboys uh, – did Dak Prescott kind of have the D- Cowboys over a barrel because he knew that the window was closing rapidly on the, this unit offensively and that if they were going to – and the Cowboys knew if they were going to get it done, they had to have a guy that they could count on is that part of why he got what he got in his deal? I don't know if I would say over the barrel specifically with that whole contract conversation. Sure, he had some leverage, but the Cowboys did as well. I mean, the Cowboys brand does hold weight for a quarterback in the NFL. If you're the face of the Cowboys, there's a chance, very good chance, that you're you're borderlining on the face of the league. And so there there is a little bit of leverage back and forth there. And at least prior to the injury, the window closed with Dak Prescott. 
that's that's when the window was closing. You could really mix and match the pieces around it, but the way that he was trending prior to this past season, prior to the ankle injury in week five of 2020, you really felt like he was the window. It wasn't necessarily, oh, Dak Prescott uh, knows the window is closing. He believes wholeheartedly that he is the window. And I can, I can confidently say that he believes that even to this day. Now, injuries were, were awful last year. I mean, he, this is a guy who didn't necessarily deal with any significant injury throughout any part of his career, even going back to college. I mean, yeah, he was banged up a couple of times, but he never really was significantly injured. And then in the span of a calendar year, he has the ankle fracture uh, on live television in front of everybody. Of course, he's out for the season. And then he has the shoulder injury in training camp that leaves him uh, a little bit sidelined and, and at least keeps him sidelined through the preseason all the way up until week one. And if you remember, that wasn't even a foregone conclusion that he was going to be in the game going up against Tom Brady and the reigning champion Buccaneers at the time. And then he has the calf injury. So three different injuries in the span of a calendar year for a quarterback who has never had to deal with any sort of injury that kept him out of playing time. So I think it's a, a learning process for him. I think it's something that he's got to push through and he's got to figure out if he's going to get back to the same level that he was whenever they anticipated signing him to that deal and, and the money that was on that deal. He didn't play up to that this past year. He's going to have to do so because if you're a franchise quarterback, you have to take some of those deficiencies that may cause a window from closing and cover those up. And that's exactly what I think the Cowboys anticipate Dak Prescott to do, and that's what they expect him to do moving forward. Kyle, is this the worst offseason that the Cowboys franchise has ever seen? And Stephen Jones trying to push that off by saying, you never win the Super Bowl in the offseason. It didn't make a whole lot of fans real happy. Yeah, I don't necessarily know if it's the worst ever. Uh, it, it certainly hasn't been great, though. I, at least on paper, you look at it and you say, how did this football team get better? And they haven't necessarily gotten better at the moment. Now, it's a long offseason. There's still a long way to go. But I'm, I'm kind of leaning more on the fan side of things of seeing the frustration and seeing why things haven't necessarily gone in their favor throughout. And he, he did say that. He said, yeah, we, we can't win a Super Bowl in the offseason. And I agree with that. I, I agree that you do not win the Super Bowl in the offseason. However, you very much so can lose the Super Bowl in the offseason. And then I don't know if the Cowboys have done enough to say that, they hey, they're, they're out of contention yet because they still have the core of guys in which they, they really do like. Uh, really, Amari Cooper and Randy Gregory are the only two losses there that significantly hurt your production. And I still think that they, at least they believe that they can fill those voids by the end of this offseason to a significant amount. Maybe not to a, a complete total of Amari Cooper. You're not going to find an instant Amari Cooper in the draft, and you're not going to find an instant Randy Gregory in the draft, but you can at least expect some people to step up into those roles and try and fill those uh, to uh, an extent that they would be happy with moving into the 2022 season. But it hasn't been great so far. Still a long way to go, and, and at some point, they're going to add some kind of talent. I don't think they're done just yet, but I just also don't necessarily think they know how this draft is going to go. Maybe they're waiting for that to unravel before they really make a couple of moves and, and see where they're headed 
in terms of a roster map, a ro- roster roadmap uh, into the back half of this offseason. Kyle, in a season where it's really crucial, I mean, this could be McCarthy. We don't know what's going to happen. If you don't win enough, this could be your last year. With so much on the line, and I know we don't know the schedule yet, but you have the road games that it came out. Do they luck up with road games? I mean, I'm looking at it. You go to Jacksonville, Green Bay, the Rams, Titans, Vikings, Eagles, Washington. Did they luck up knowing that you're really your two toughest road games are essentially Green Bay and the Rams? Yeah, I, I don't know if they necessarily know if you if you look at it that they lucked up in in that terms because yeah they they did look like or it does look like they have some solid chances to get road wins. I mean, like you said, the the division is is going to be tougher than it was last year, so those games aren't necessarily a a automatic win like it was a year ago. I mean, that was the first time since what 98 that they had swept the division and went six and zero. So I don't necessarily think you can chalk those up as automatic wins. And then of course you've got green Bay who's on a, a return tour of Aaron Rodgers, and they're on a different type of mission to, to try and prove people wrong after they were shortchanged in the divisional round. And then of course the, the reigning champ Rams, but you also look at the home side of things. It's like, Oh wait, Things don't necessarily get tougher whenever or easier whenever you get back to uh, AT&T Stadium. You've got the Bengals coming to town. You've got the Buccaneers coming to town. It doesn't necessarily seem like an easy road for the Cowboys. Again, I still think they should win a good amount of their games that they're they're up against. Because yeah, they do play the Jags. They play the Lions. They play some teams that are definitely a winnable matchup. However, I don't think you could really mark anything as easy in the NFL nowadays, especially how quickly things can turn on a dime in a singular offseason. Hey, uh, just a thought here. With, and again, speculating, uh, without knowing what the draft is going to look like, would, would the Cowboys have any interest in Debo Samuel? I think there's from a From a fit standpoint. Yeah, yeah. From a fit standpoint, it – I think there's interest if he was more open to being a to being kind of like what he was in, in San Francisco, a running back uh, wide receiver hybrid. And he says that's part of the reason why he wants out of San Francisco. I think that's what teams would want him for, especially if they're going to give up the premium price to do it. I don't think one the Cowboys would give up a premium trade price to get there. And I also don't know if they would pay him the contract that he's wanting where it's like 25 to $30 million. It'd be really tough to, to try and find a middle ground with, with Debo there. He likes the, in, in there, the Twitter post or whatever it was that had him uh, photoshopped in a Cowboys uniform. I feel like that's just a, that's an everyday, every free agent move to try and drive your price up. A little bit more just because just by using that Cowboys name as leverage the Cowboys would love to have him any team would love to have him on the field because Debo Samuel is a game changer and and the way that he brings that versatility into the backfield as a receiver yards after the catch the physicality the speed the elusiveness it all fits the NFL modern game San Francisco was able to use him exceptionally well and they want him back too. They want to. They are ready to sign a deal of twenty-five to thirty million to him right now. He just wants out of San Francisco, 
And unless the, the Cowboys can get a bargain deal to get him here, and then Debo gives a bargain deal to the Cowboys contract-wise on a long-term deal moving into the future, I really don't see it happening either way. Sure, they would be interested in the fact that, hey, he's a really, really good football player. I don't think there's any interest in the, the business side of the deal at the moment just because of the, the hurdles that you would have to jump through. Hey, Kyle, Kyle, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Kyle, do the Cowboys move in this draft up, down, at, at all? Or do you see them trying to make some moves in the draft? I, I, if I were a betting man, Ward, I would put money on them moving at some point. I don't know if it'll be at the in the first round with the 24th overall pick. I, I really think they're going to stand put and, and make that pick. If anything, they would trade down and try and get another top 100 pick or maybe a top 150 pick, something like that to move down a couple of spots, which I certainly think is possible for some of these teams on the back end if they want to go up and get a wide receiver, go up and get a quarterback they could maybe try and offer some some extra picks in there for the Cowboys to make if they wanted to, to fall down to 29 or fall down to 32 or into the early second round, they may be able to do that. However, I think it's really likely if they don't do that, that they move up into the second round. I think they look at this first 45 picks as uh, a next level from the, the second tier of guys that'll be from picks like 46 through 90. I think they really want to get back up into the top 45, whether they pick it 24 or not. Uh, I think they're going to try and get up and maybe go get a guy in the early second round. We'll see if that actually happens or not, but that's just my hunch at the moment. I think there's a chance they go do that because of who they've been looking at who they brought in for the 30 visits and, and what they've been targeting in terms of positional value. I think that's really where it lies. Hey, Kyle, thanks, man. We appreciate the time. And uh, it, as you've said, it's uh, it's draft week because we're, we're less than seven away. And uh, keep us in the loop if, if anything cool happens, would you? <laughs> Sounds good, guys, always. Thanks, thanks. For having me. Hey, we'll talk to you soon. That is Kyle Yeomans from the uh, Dallas Cowboys and uh, does a great job uh, – with with the Cowboys. All right, uh, it is uh, 824, 24 after 8 o'clock. This is Game Time, presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, and brought to you in part by Morrison's Gifts, where you – you know what? Yesterday they had the big uh, – or Wednesday they had the big uh, uh, Consuela trunk show. Now let's get ready for Mother's Day. Guys, you don't know what to get. You know you don't know what to get. So you, But you better get something very, very nice and very, very special – let me just tell you what to do. You go to Morrison's Gifts and you say, hey, I'm shopping for mom or I'm shopping for my wife uh, for Mother's Day or I'm shopping for both. I don't know what to get. Help me out. Sally and the game will go to town and they are going to take great care of you. They've been doing this since 1979 and that's why they are Waco's gift store for every occasion. And of course, we're talking about Mother's Day. Uh, John Hart Leather Goods, uh, Consuela products, as we mentioned, brand new Consuela products for the new, for spring. Uh, big old key rings, candles, jewelry. It's all right there at, uh, at Morrison's Gifts. And, of course, uh, it is a Baylor alumni-owned business. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive. They're next to Jason's Deli in the Brands Square Shopping Center. It is free gift wrapping, and they will ship it to uh, any place you want them to ship it to. Plus, Mark will get out and deliver it for you. Uh, you know, he'll, he'll put on a, a nice suit and coat and tie and, and, and actually comb his hair, and, and he'll go deliver it for you. So check them out. It's Morrison's Gifts. And, again, they're at 4308 West Waco Drive in business since 1979. 
The weather this hour is brought to you by Alliance Bank. Alliance Bank Central Texas is independently owned and has been helping families and businesses in Central Texas meet their financial needs since 2007. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds once again today. It'll be another breezy and mild day. Highs top out at 88 degrees. Clouds will be on the increase tonight. We'll see low temperatures fall to 69. And tomorrow, a mix of sun and clouds, breezy conditions, and a high of 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor, Big 12 Softball, this weekend on 101.3 FM. It's Baylor and Texas Tech this weekend at Gatterman Stadium. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 1 for Baylor, Texas Tech, Big 12 Softball. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 Softball, every game on 101.3 FM. The best prices on newer used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond. They have a large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo. From brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canik, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions. And ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Financing is available. Apply today by texting 16-1182-22462. Appaloosa Trade and Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco. In the market for a quality metal building, since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. At Knife River, we take care of our people. Looking for employment or a career change? Knife River is looking for experienced concrete finishers and form setters. We're also hiring all CDL Class A and B positions and offer training. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600 or apply online at kniferiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Coaches Smoke at 3.30. Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coaches Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coaches Smoke at 3.30 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Hi, this is Brian Reese, General Manager of Harley-Davidson of Waco again, inviting everyone to come see us. Spring is here, and it's time to get your knees in the breeze. All new 2021 bikes are on sale. We have 2022 models arriving daily with over 150 bikes to choose from and a huge selection of certified pre-owned Harleys as well. Harley-Davidson of Waco, located off of I-35 South and New Road, Harley-Davidson of Waco, where you'll never ride alone. All right, day 30. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. And uh, our CNC Collision Center text line question this morning, we, we just got to, and I don't know how we, we did it, but early this morning we got to talking about our favorite baseball movies. And, uh, you know, uh, in, I, I, think, uh, I think 42 is winning, isn't it? Isn't it? No. no, no in your mind. No, it's not winning. No, it's not, it's not right. winning. All right. Uh, now, I, we did get this from the CNC Collision Center text line because one of the things we've also talked about is the, the winning streak the Rangers are on, the one-game winning streak. <laughs> it's from the 254. Uh, the, the guy says, uh, Rangers on that one-game win streak, Hearn may be the real wild thing. Ooh. <laughs> That's a great line, isn't it? Put him out there every night, then. Uh who played? Who played Wild? Who was that? Uh, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Charlie that's Sheen. right. It was, wasn't it? Oh, that was that was fun. He he was winning. <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> those glasses that he wore. <laughs> those were some interesting glasses, were they not? I loved. What was his name? Santiago or Santi? When he had the the guy in his locker that he would do the the omens to. And he would he would uh, hit the home oh, runs. Oh oh uh, yeah. Uh, you mean Joe Boo? Yeah, that's the same yeah. dude that's in the in the in the in the all, all of those Allstate commercials. It is. Yeah. Is it? Yes. Yeah, it's the same guy. Yeah. I same did dude. not know that. Wow. Yeah. Same dude. That's funny. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he liked those incense and. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good movie. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all right. So CNC Collision Center text line. If you want to join us, we'd love to know your favorite. Your favorite baseball movie. All right, uh, eight thirty-two. As we roll along, we got to talking about this uh, yesterday. Did did any has anybody have you looked at it? Did you get a chance to look at the the uh, top the, the top twenty-five? What what are they calling it? the the way too soon top twenty-five or something to that mm-hmm. effect? All right, so I kind of went through this thing. Let's see if I can find the. Uh, the breakdown. I, I I did the breakdown, uh, on on conferences and 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 all that kind of stuff. If I can find it, yeah. So the SEC had seven in the top twenty-five. The Big Ten had four. The Pac-12 had three. The Big Twelve had three. The AAC had two. The ACC had four. And then of course there were two independents in Brigham Young and Notre Dame. So anyway. Here's how do we want to do this? Do we just want to kind of scan through? Uh, they had Alabama as the number one team in the country. Uh, yeah, I mean them or Georgia. I think you would definitely have to lean towards Georgia. Was number three, by the way. Ohio State was in at number two. Buckeyes were at two, and in Georgia three. Not surprising. I mean, I think Ohio State's got 
some holes to fill, but they're, that's not surprising that they're all in the mix right there. Yesterday, Ward, we were talking about – well, we talked about BYU, didn't we? Was that yesterday or the day before? Uh, okay, so yesterday we were talking about BYU, and you mentioned that BYU is really battling Utah right now for recruits and, and for attention uh, out west. Well, speaking of Utah, Utah's number four on this list. I think that's right. I feel like Utah is a really good team. Uh, Whittington's done a really good job up there with them. He's He's got a pipeline coming out of Texas recruiting, and they're in an ideal conference to make a run. Jimbo and the Aggies at number five, is that too low? I think that's about right. For Aggies, it is. Yeah, that's a good point. In their mind, they should be number one, but they're delusional at times. Wow. I mean, that's not why they hired him to be number five. No, I, I get it. Uh and if if this if this plays out, they don't win the SEC. They don't even win their division. If this is the way it plays out, that's Alabama the biggest does. obstacle for anybody in the West. Man, can you get by Bama? You got to yeah. get by Bama. I mean, that's you know that's the ultimate goal, isn't it? Well, here's another thing too. They, they beat them last year, so Saban more than likely is gonna at home. By the yeah, way, yeah, take it out on them. So A uh, and M will go to Tuscaloosa. Hmm. Notre Dame is number six. Notre Dame's always going to be in the top ten, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, you have coaching change. I think Marcus Freeman's doing a good job up there. Uh, yeah, just probably the brand puts them there. They have some stuff to prove, but they're going to be good. If they ever move to the ACC, does that would, would that help them? Playing the independent schedule? Now, I know that they play four or five games in the ACC. That's part of their contract. But it doesn't count as ACC games. It's they're still non-conference right. independent games, but it's against ACC opponents. But at this juncture, do do these independents need to be in leagues, Ward? Not if you're Notre Dame. Everybody else, yes. Notre Dame, no. Which is so weird. But they they had the brand. I know. But that's why Brian. One of the reasons Brian Kelly left was he said it's it's easier. At LSU than it is in South Bend. Which is a lie. It's not. It, it's not. There's no way. You got to go through a gauntlet. You got. We just talked about you have to go through Bama in the West. You don't have that if you're Notre Dame. You have to. You have the, the benefit of the doubt, like Ward saying, because of your brand where you don't have to necessarily win a conference title or anything to get your way in. I, I, I don't see that at all being true. Then why do you leave? Money talks. Money talks. He said his the only way he would leave, and he put like a price out there, is like his, you know, that would be ideal to get convince his wife to leave. LSU threw the money. Number seven, NC State. How about that? They're supposed to be a sleeper, like really good this year. I just, uh, I just have no. a hard time buying in. Me too. I think they'll. Be, I, I think they have a legitimate chance to win the ACC, but. But who cares? Exactly. Exactly. Eight and nine are in the Big Ten, and that's Michigan State at eight and Michigan at nine. Again, is Jim Harbaugh supposed to be number nine in the country? I think Michigan should probably be a little higher than that. I think they, they're uh, low-key going to be pretty good this year. Your first Big 12 team appears at number 10, and that's the Oklahoma State Cowboys. That's shocking. Who finished 12-2 and two a year ago and number nine in the country overall. 
and had a tremendous bowl victory to go. Again, I the, the Big 12 finished with a bullet at the end of the year. But the ESPN. But it wasn't the right teams out of the Big 12. Ding, ding, ding. So where's the next Big 12 team? Like, where's the next Big 12 team following Oklahoma State? 14. 14. And? That's Oklahoma. Hmm. A lot of change. I mean, I think that's more of a brand thing. That's an 11-2 and football team from a year ago with a new head coach and, you know, some different pieces, obviously. Uh, you got to find a quarterback. I mean, they got Dylan Gabriel. And, yeah. You know, he's the tremendous – you know, before at UCF, I mean, I think right now he's going to have the best probably offensive line he's ever had and receiving core for sure. So, I mean, that that shouldn't be that big of a transition. So, does one offseason take you from the outhouse to the penthouse? USC, who went 4-8 and eight a year ago, has a brand-new coach, and they go from 4-8, and 3-6 and six in the Pac-12, and they are now the number 12 team uh, in this poll. Again, it's brand and the name of the coach. I think they finished with more wins than Oklahoma. Hmm. Houston is number 13, by the way. Way too high. At 12 wins a year ago. I mean, they lost a lot. Oregon is 16. Wake Forest, ladies and gentlemen, number 17. And Baylor, who went 12-2 and two a year ago, is number 18. There's no way in hell Wake Forest should be ahead of Baylor. I'm sorry. I don't see it. I agree. Uh, BYU, by the way, the other independent on the list, is right behind Baylor at number 19. Eh, makes sense. Arkansas, who I think is better again this year, is number 20. Went 9-4 and four a year ago. He's done a heck of a job. Because that thing, Ward, as you know, it was way in the ditch, mm-hmm. and he's brought them out of the ditch, and they're competing at a pretty high level in an incredibly difficult league, obviously. So, where is Cincinnati? I mean, this is a team that was in the college football number playoff. Number 23. I'm glad you brought that up. Cincinnati is number 23, according to this poll. They went 13-1 and a year ago, and they are – According to this this poll, they won't win the AAC. Houston will. I can see that. So, and they open up at Arkansas. They do open at Arkansas. Yeah, on yeah in Fayetteville, high noon on opening weekend. It's gonna be hot. Doesn't <laughs> matter. It's gonna be loud. And it's gonna be loud. That's a tough place to play. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, it is. Been there several times. Tennessee is twenty four. By the way. And then Iowa is number 25. So that that is the way too soon top 25 from ESPN. I, I thought it was interesting. I'm surprised that they didn't throw Texas in there. Like somebody always throws Texas <laughs> right. up there just you're because right. of the brand. You're right. You're in, you're It out. will be before it's all said. Yeah, yeah. It's this summer, be. this summer. Yeah, when when we get to the when we get to the And there's only one reason why. Absolutely. It's gonna be yours at quarterback. Yep. As soon as the spring game's over, you watch. They will go up 10 spots. And the card will bounce, hit the transfer portal. 841, we're 19 away from uh, 
19 away from uh, 9 o'clock here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, if you want to sell your home, you can do it in five days or less. It's the brokerage house guarantee. They'll buy your house if they don't sell it in five days, and that's the program that they've got to, They got going, and, man, they love their program, and they know that it works. Aaron Ryan in the brokerage house says, hey, uh, let us do this deal for you, and we'll agree to a price, and if we don't sell it in five days, then we'll buy it from you. And, and look, they've got a program that generates offers above market value plus multiple offers. Sound interesting? You're, you're somewhat curious? Well, uh, contact them. It's 5daystosow.com. That's 5daystosow.com. Or you can call the brokerage house and Aaron Ryan at 817-812-2978. It's Game Day Live, the Spring Game Edition. Hi, everybody. This is Tom Barfield. Join Matt Mosley and me this Saturday as the Bears play their spring football game. Our coverage of Baylor football will begin at 11 a.m. with Game Day Live, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni and brought to you in part by Barnett Contracting and TFMB, your bank for life. Don't miss Game Day Live, the Spring Game Edition, this Saturday at 11 a.m. on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity, and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are $250 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start. You need a tire change. You've locked yourself out of your vehicle or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. When someone first comes in and you see that discouragement on their face, they've tried so many different products, but nothing seemed to work for them. I'm able to take that and turn it into hope. You're listening to Mallory, an art support specialist at the Goodfeed store. They try the art supports. You see their face brighten up from feeling discouraged to being happy and hopeful again. You're helping people. We're able to take them from the pain to the possibilities. Try them for yourself with a free fitting at the Goodfeed store. Goodfeet Waco in Central Texas Marketplace across from Lazy Boy. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply.
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Mark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Rangers snapped their five-game losing streak 8-6 over Seattle. Texas now goes to Oakland for a weekend series. The Mavericks lead their series with Utah two games to one after a 126-118 win. Game four is Saturday afternoon. Baylor football wraps up spring practice with the green and gold game Saturday at McLean Stadium. That gets underway at noon. Baylor baseball travels to Austin this weekend to take on Texas. Game one can be heard tonight on ESPN Central Texas, starting with the pregame at 6-15. Baylor softball is at home against Texas Tech for a weekend series. Those games can be heard on Cool 101. MCC is looking for a new women's basketball coach. Ricky Rhodes has resigned after 28 years with the school and 25 years leading the women's basketball program. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Game time continues on ESPN Central Texas. All right, it's 847, 13 away from 9. From our CNC Collision Center text line, by the way, uh, here's a good one from the 254. It says, it's hard to say one baseball movie. Uh, this is by category. So this is what he said. He, uh, for a funny movie, he likes Bull Durham. Serious uh, movie, he likes For the Love of the Game uh, or The Rookie. Uh, inspirational. It's a million dollar arm or 42. And then kid friendly Sandlot or rookie of the year. Uh, what was the movie that we were talking about earlier? Ward, the, uh, the Yankee movie. It was bang the drum slowly. That's mm-hmm. the name of that movie. Yeah, that was, oh, that's a toughie. That's one on Saturday afternoon. You watch by yourself. Uh, anyway, so there you go. Uh, and that's what we've been talking about a lot this morning is your favorite, uh, baseball movie. This, uh, this, uh, your favorite baseball movie. All right. Uh, let's see. We mentioned uh, spring football. We got spring football. We got the uh, Michael Johnson track meet going on. Should be a lot of fun. We got uh, softball that's in town and the baseball teams on the road in Austin taking on the Longhorns. Big series starting tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. But one of the things that uh, Ron Roberts, the uh, defensive coordinator, was asked about is what is he looking for in uh, in this spring game? Yeah, I, well, we just talked to them today about it. So what I want to see Saturday out of scrimmage, I want to go see them execute and not get the lights on with family and everything else and, and you know, and let that become part of it. You know, that's not what we're looking for. I really want to see them build an alignment, assignment, technique, and how they're doing the jobs rather as opposed to, hey, I had eight tackles. That's not really what I'm looking for. You know, I'm looking for a lot some guys to really answer the question, can they get from the can-do, cat? you know, from the question mark category to the can-do. And some of them are still in that, in that phase. You know, they're sitting, they're teetering right on it. They've shown us glimpses, but when the lights come on, and, and it's, it's time to. So it's really Saturday's about execution, and and uh, you know, and when there are the numbers called and they got to make a play, then make the play. But you know, I'm really looking for fundamentally and how well they uh, just fit in and do their job and do their role. Ward, so so many times we we evaluate a person by statistics, mm-hmm. uh, and that was pretty clear that he was not looking at numbers. He was looking to see if guys are getting better. It, it was, you know, every day are you getting a little better and are you getting better after today, after the lights were on, so to speak, for the spring game. And and I found that interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's what that's all you want to do, just what he said. You've got to be able to take strides and, and understand that you're getting better. You don't necessarily have the opportunity to understand how they're going to react in certain situations and when live bullets are going, uh, unless you put them in those situations and – that, that's what you want to try to accomplish. Find out how they're going to, you know, soak up the knowledge. You can sit in the classroom or you can stand on the field and they can answer all the questions and, and every one of them be exactly right and be 
to the point of what you're looking for. But until they do it, without you standing there asking the question, you won't know if they really comprehend it or not. And he was talking about that read, react, and all that kind of stuff. And, and that's just making a, a football move by second nature as opposed to thinking your way through it. Uh, so that'll be tomorrow, the uh, spring game. And, again, we begin at 11 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then John, J.J., and Ricky with the call of the game at uh, 12 noon. We're presented by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business at 201 West Loop 340. And if you want to check out Alan Samuels, you could do so online at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's alansamuelsdcj.com. Alan Samuels, your friend in the car business. Join us live from Rudy's in Waco for our next Baylor Coaches Show. Join us Thursday, April 28th, live from Rudy's and hear from softball coach Glenn Moore and baseball coach Steve Rodriguez. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris, right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. Free Comic Book Day returns in full splendor for 2022 at Bankston's. Join Bankston's in celebrating their 21st year of Free Comic Book Day on May 7th. There will be over 20,000 free comics for everyone. DJ Versatile, local artist, and the best of all free comics. With over 75 different titles, this is sure to be the best Free Comic Book Day yet. Everyone gets 25 comics this year, and if you dress up in cosplay, you'll get an additional five comics free. Visit FreeComicBookDay.com for more information. Bankston's is your place for fun and wake. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. At Knife River, we take care of our people. Looking for employment or a career change? Knife River is looking for experienced concrete finishers and form setters. We're also hiring all CDL Class A and B positions and offer training. Good pay, good benefits, good people. Call Knife River today at 254-761-2600 or apply online at kniferiver.com. Knife River is an equal opportunity affirmative action employer. Come join Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room in Waco this Friday as they celebrate the opening of their new patio. The festivities start at 6 p.m. with live music, cornhole, giveaways, and flat screen TVs to watch your favorite sports team. Come and enjoy their scratch-made pizzas and tossed wings and their 110 local and legendary craft beers from down the street and around the world. Don't miss out this Friday, April 22nd. Fun for the whole family. Old Chicago, where pizza and beer are best friends. Old Chicago Pizza and Tap Room. In Waco. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Lark Smith with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Update. The Rangers snapped their five-game losing streak 8-6 to six over Seattle. Texas now goes to Oakland for a weekend series. The Mavericks lead their series with Utah two games to one after a 126-118 win. Game four is Saturday afternoon. Baylor football wraps up spring practice with the green and gold game Saturday at McLean Stadium. That gets underway at noon. Baylor baseball travels to Austin this weekend to take on Texas. Game one can be heard tonight on ESPN Central Texas, starting with the pregame at 6:15. Baylor softball is at home against Texas Tech for a weekend series. Those games can be heard on Cool 101. MCC is looking for a new women's basketball coach. Ricky Rhodes has resigned after 28 years with the school and 25 years leading the women's basketball program. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. for the grand bag on game time. All right, 855, five away from nine. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Don't forget, uh, coming up tonight, we got Texas Longhorns and, and Baylor Bear Baseball right here on ESPN Central Texas as the Bears head to Austin. And uh, that's a, a 6-15 broadcast, 6-31st pitch. Uh, same two teams coming up Saturday and Sunday. Big series for Coach Rod and the Bears. Texas Tech is in town uh, to take on the Glenmore Coach Baylor softball team, and you can hear all those games over on 101.3 Cool FM. And, of course, uh, we'll uh, have Ranger baseball as they continue their winning streak right here, either on ESPN over or over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. John Morris is coming up at 3, Matt's here at 4, and we are back Monday at 7. Uh, thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. For Ward and for Garrett, I'm Tom. We will see you tomorrow at the uh, Baylor Spring Game right here on ESPN Central Texas.